You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KCCZ LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for visiting our archives for the Hispanic Chamber Connections radio program with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Remember, we are live on Lone Star Community Radio every Tuesday from 1 to 2 p.m. If you have any questions, just reach out to us at the link below. And good afternoon. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber radio program hispanic chamber connection the radio program designed for and listened to and honorably respectfully for our members of the woodlands Conroe hispanic chamber of commerce also now the vintage park hispanic chamber of commerce the katie hispanic chamber of commerce also the um god what's the other one michael well the other one is the galleria hispanic chamber and the heights so there's five all together the mothership the mothership now is called the, the texas gulf coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. So, so that's the that's the nonprofit from which all these other chambers come. Uh, a year ago, when we began, um, that's when I met you and, and Lone Star College. We were at about thirty members, and now we're at about two hundred and thirty members. So, so it's grown very, very quickly. And um, you don't have to be Hispanic to join. That's a big deal. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And uh, there's all kinds of different benefits that make us different from from uh, other organizations and another community organizations, and we'll talk about that as well. So for those of you listening, welcome to the show. We're going to be talking to uh, Michael Chavez. He is uh, Vice President of Student Success at Lone Star College Montgomery, right? Yes, sir. All right, and, and of course, he works with our dear friend, uh, Rebecca Riley, uh, who we, uh, we send greetings to, and, and hopefully we can see her soon. It's just that I guess both of us, Michael, are very, very busy. You know, you guys have been very successful with your enrollments uh, just in the last, what, two or three months? Yeah, well, we've, we've shown record number uh, mm. of enrollment, not only with Lone Star College Montgomery, but throughout uh, the entire system. We have wow. six colleges, sure. North Houston area, so we continue to grow. Mm. One of the largest growing um, community college sure. uh, in the nation uh, and one of the largest community, uh, community colleges in the nation. Wow. So, so. Well, and we'll talk a lot more about this for sure, but, but what are some of the things that you guys are doing that you think are different, that, that are, are attracting so many people? Because I know your demographics, and this is, of course, for our audience to really listen to, uh, your demographics are really high in, in terms of Hispanic participation. What, is, what do you think this is all about? I, th- I think what separates us from other community colleges or other institutions of higher ed is uh, the resources and the access that we have mm. uh, to reach students. Uh, right now we're involved um, in uh, the ability, we have the ability um, to utilize predictive analytics to identify specific popula- student populations. Uh, and these are populations that we wouldn't be, would have been reached if we didn't have those tools. We would have done a uh, shotgun approach to um, you know, different ads to see who we can get. Right. And we still do those. And one of the things that we were realizing is that there's not just one way of communicating with our students sure. or potential students, but it's uh, the variety of ways in how we're doing it there and identifying those. So a lot of different mix of, of I mean, I'm, I'm sure you use a lot of technology. Right? For we, sure. we do use a lot of technology. One of the biggest things right now is called geofencing. I've heard uh, of that. So students within a certain, uh, or certain population, 
uh, or within a certain radius are uh, contacted uh, or special events. And we've also, with the analytics component, we've also identified those students that are within a 10 to 15 mile radius are more mm. successful. Too. Okay. So, so uh, the, the, the students right now, right now, well, let, me, let me re-ask, let me rephrase. Your enrollment right now has been successful, not only because of te- technology, but also you guys are doing other things. What are some of the other things that you guys are doing to, to reach people? So that, that we, we utilize uh, that technology for the recruiting component of it, but we also use it to retain students. That was the question, for sure. So um, we have a major focus on student success. Mm. So we've, um, we have a tool called Civitas where we're able to identify students' persistence rates um, before they e- they're even in class. So what is persistence rate? I, I, so a persistent rate is so students um so if they're enrolled in the fall their likelihood to persist in the spring and so that's um that's done with uh, a whole lot of statistic um analysis uh depending on the number of variables that we have that will determine whether a student will persist there you go Uh, and we're not we're not predicting success we're predicting uh, persistence because we'll hang around to, to hang around get mm-hmm. their degree and then transfer there you go one of the things that we always say is that we are not a destination mm-hmm. um we're uh more of a pathway to success and you guys know that and you accept that and you're not trying to be vanderbilt you're not trying to be stanford you guys understand your, your place in, in the person's mind and the person's heart so and you capitalize and that, i think that's a big deal too uh, just, just so you guys know, for, for our listeners, we're talking to uh, Michael Chavez. Many of you have met Michael. He's with Lone Star College. He's the Vice President of Student Success. He's talking to us about the various ways that they reach out to students and to prospective students and, and how, they're, how they're able to, to break records in, in terms of enrollment. If you've thought about, if you've thought about joining or, or going to Lone Star College or, or try to figure out what to do with Lone Star College because it's so close to you and because we recommend it so well, I think this might be the time. Just, just uh, maybe you need to give them a call or just show up at one of their campuses. How, how does one approach you, Michael? If we're not a student that's being necessarily uh, sought, you know, uh, through Facebook or whatever, if I'm just a guy who who wants to go to your school, to one of your schools, what do I do? So usually students are on. Um, they have a, a phone device, a mobile device. They're on the on the internet, sure. And so you can access us that way. To just build the website. Website, um, and then the website has. Um, various means of, of connecting with somebody at the college okay. and then somebody will end up uh, contacting you um, and then broaching you about an application. What's your goal? Why are you coming here? How can we help you? And then the process to matriculate to college. Very good. So, so even if I'm someone who hasn't gone to college recently that, that wants to maybe take a photography or something, things like that, I, I, what I need to do is go on your website. And that, yeah, that, that's available from students that want to transfer to a four-year university, to students that just want to take a photography class or maybe want to take, um, we have a corporate college that also uh, helps industry uh, with different training. It's called cor- a corporate college. Uh, some of the stuff that they do is like SQL training, uh, Six Sigma training, and that's wow. usually uh, looking at logistics. So, so go back to Six Sigma training. What what degree of Six Sigma are you guys able to certify? The f- the the highest that I've seen was like a, is it a, is it a green belt? Okay, 
Okay, so, so I mean, you're not Motorola. You're no, we're not, we're not. Yeah, we're not the. We're, we're not. I, I, but I'm sure we could get somebody from Motorola to provide that training. Absolutely. to An industry. You know, I've seen I've seen Six Sigma do wonders in organizations and companies and people's minds as well. It teaches them how to think. Mm-hmm. You know how to think proactively to resolve problems and things like that. So, so green belt is certainly high enough for, for someone to really add value to their organization. And you guys have it available here. I didn't know that. We we, we do have it available, and uh, and I think we're, uh, with our um, uh, as, as we continue to talk with businesses and organizations, um, we continue to build that spectrum of uh, specialized training for a business. Uh, whether it's Six Sigma, one of the big things right now is it seems to be data science. Okay. Uh, so coding with uh, the SQL coding, that's mm-hmm. that's a big one that we're, we're offering as well. So. Well, and, and that's either you guys going out to organizations, to companies, or them coming to you. Yes. Wow, very good. Okay. So we're here with, with Dr. Michael Chavez with Lone Star College. He's vice president of student success. And he's right here in Montgomery County, right here in uh, well, in Conroe, in the great city of Conroe. So, so you're pretty close by here, Michael. Um, I know that you guys are one exit before where we get off to get come here to the radio program station. So, so where where are you located here in Conroe? Do you remember what, where that is? I mean, that's so. So we do have two locations. We have the our Montgomery campus, and that's uh, the large campus. Uh, it's it's in the Woodlands, zone 45 and 242. Mm-hmm. And then we have our Conroe campus, which is off. Um, Tees Road, um, so on 45 and, and Tees, uh, and, and we offer our workforce programs there as well. We have welding, uh, we have automotive, we have machining, uh, and then we offer transfer courses as well. Very good, and, and that's right here in Conroe, so it's really accessible. Remember, if you're interested, uh, go to their website, and I think that's lonestar.edu, yes, sir. just like that, right? So, so you can go and check out all the courses and and begin the process. It's important that uh, if you are not learning now, that you begin to learn quickly as soon as possible because this is the only way that we continue to stay competitive. So uh, this is, these are accessible courses. I do know that they are not, they are not extraordinarily expensive or anything like that. There's a lot of different things that, that the, the college itself can help you with in terms of, in terms of finances. All you need to do is just, just start the process. So go to the website and, and, and check them out. So we're here with Michael Chavez with Lone Star College Student Success. And um, when we come back, Michael, I do want to tell you about some of our programs, some of the things going on this week and next week. Awesome. So, so we'll come back after a couple of seconds. We'll be right back. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. And we're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez. This is the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio program for members of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and all the other affiliates. Remember that the mothership is called the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and we've had our 
our, our share of changes in terms of names and things like that because we've had some encounters, uh, especially early, early this year, with other organizations who uh, fancy themselves rivals, I guess, of ours and who, who asked us to change our name in no uncertain terms. They sent me a couple of letters and then they asked one of these uh, very upset lawyers who are on television to call me. I didn't do anything, but he was really upset. And he said, you need to change your name. And I said, I don't want to upset you, sir. I'll change my name. No worries. I changed my name. Big deal. So sometimes people don't like what you're doing, and they, they want to get you out of the way. But you know, things like this, uh, things like this organization, uh, this Chamber of Commerce, we're really not going anywhere. We, we can't go anywhere because no matter what happens, people still approach us, and they still say, I want to be a part of what you're doing. So I know something to a very, very huge degree is also happening with Lone Star College, Michael. That, that you guys are, are, are getting all kinds of people that are, that are um, registering and they're matriculating and they're coming into the college uh, because they, they've heard of you and because the economy and things like that. Um, so could you talk to that just a little bit? Just what, what are your opinions? What are your views in terms of, of this growth that Lone Star College has also had? So I, I think part of it is, is our economy. And not too long ago, we... Um, read an article I saw in the news that uh, Conroe was, if, if not the, the fastest growing city with population of over 50,000 or more. I think that certainly has something to do with it. We also have innovative ways of connecting with our uh, students sure. as, as well. And so, and, and how we outreach to students, for example, um, we're currently hiring uh, part-time high school counselors so we know that high school counselors are on a nine-month, ten-month contract. So in the summer, there's kind of a lull. So sure. we hire, uh, we're, we have a new initiative where we're hiring part-time counselors to outreach to their seniors who are not going to college. Mm. And so that's, we usually call that summer melt. Uh, so there's an intent for students to go to college, yet for some reason they don't actually get to sure. our doors. So now we're doing an, uh, a creative outreach. That's amazing. Uh, and so we have creative uh, individuals that are um, think innovative, think outside the box. Sure. And this is one of one of those great ideas that I think is going to help. I agree with you. It's a very, uh, I guess, unorthodox form of reaching out to people and, and taking advantage of a workforce that you're right. I mean, they're not doing that much during the summer. So it's, it's a great way to, to not only provide uh, jobs, but also to, to take advantage of what's going on in the, in the economy and things like that. So that's, that's awesome. Let me, let me explain a couple of things, Michael, that are coming up for our chamber, then you can tell me about what's happening in your place okay. at Lone Star. Tomorrow is Thursday, and on Thursdays we have, it is Thursday, no, it's not, tomorrow's Wednesday. <laughs> on Thursday, on Thursday we have uh, lunch at, at, um, at Vintage Park. We started the chamber at Vintage Park. It's been growing very quickly as well. And um, so from 11.30 to 1 p.m. at a place called Spring Creek Barbecue, we have lunch, and tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow afternoon, um, from 6 p.m. onward, we have a ribbon cutting for our first member in Katy. Wow! So, so this is a Montessori school. So, so the folks that are having the ribbon cutting own a school. They have 100 kids in their school, and tomorrow they're doing the ribbon cutting. So that that becomes it's exciting for us because it's new, and the the people that that are starting it are influencers in in their community. So, so we anticipate Katy to grow very very quickly just like the Woodlands did. And then on Friday, we have another ribbon cutting here in Conroe, a place called 1488 uh, Family Medicine. So, so uh, a doctor's clinic will be uh, launching their business tomorrow. 
I'm sorry, Friday, what am I saying? On Friday. So I'm announcing all this so that our members can take note and so that you guys can uh, either visit our website or you can uh, look for the calendar, look on our Facebook page, um, or, or, or get some of our emails. We, we also use as much technology as I've ever seen, you know, an organization like this one. Uh, we're always on Facebook, for sure. You know, we have a real heavy presence on Facebook, on Instagram, YouTube. Obviously, this program is, is a great way to reach a lot of people. And, and so I know that we can't compete or compare ourselves to the things you guys are doing, Michael. But, you know, along those lines, though, we're not staying still. You know, um, we do see other organizations kind of just wait for people to come to them. And we're doing as much outreach as we possibly can as well, you know, just to find, to find members and to find people that can, that can benefit from what we have to offer. So speaking of benefits, though, I think that one of the things that for a lot of folks becomes intimidating in thinking about going to Lone Star or going to just any kind of college is, is finances and what it's going to cost. And, and because of that, I'm sure a lot of folks say, well, you know, I can't afford it. But they don't even know that they don't know. They, they don't know that they can't afford it. They're not positive. They've just heard. You know, so, so you guys are putting something together. You're offering uh, a workshop. Can you talk about that, please, Michael? True. Yeah, we're, we're offering a workshop. But before I, I, I talk about that, I remember about a year ago, I went to one of your uh, workshops. And I think one of the, one of the benefit to, to, to being a member is just your, your knowledge, uh, Dr. Sanchez, um, uh, about public speaking. That's mm. probably one of the largest fears that people had. And that was one of the reasons I took it. But um, when you told us to take our phones out and then to log in utilizing Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, and in the back of my mind, I was thinking the advancement for a community organization to do something like that and utilize, you know, social media to let people know what's going on. I thought sure. it was amazing. So oh, very good. So uh, lot you of, learned something from us. I uh. always, always seeking to learn. Uh, so one, one of the things that, that people, uh, uh we often encounter is that students are always afraid uh, going to college because they can't afford to uh, pay for college. So we have we currently look just looking at the numbers. Only thirty percent of our student population apply for financial aid. Mm. Financial aid that is money that is given to students based on need, and so that's money that's not paid back um, to anybody. It's it, it's money given to student base a, on a financial need that, that they have. Um, students can get up to um, over $5,000 that would more than cover both semesters, fall and spring, uh, for, for students. Um, we understand that the application to fill, fill out um, the financial aid application called FAFSA can be daunting. So we, on June 19th through the 22nd at Lone Star College Montgomery, uh, from eight to five, we're going to have financial aid advisors. We're going to have an academic advisor, counselors um, that will be on site um, assisting students at will. Uh, we're going to have um, presentations that are going to start on the hour, every hour through five o'clock. So if you guys have any questions regarding financial aid, uh, we're re- we're there to hold your hand all the way through the process. Wow. We can get you to college. So so, how can I get more information? So to get more information, we will be posting information on our website about what those days are, uh, when those days are, what the times, and then the classroom uh, and, and the location of where it's going to be. Okay, so that's LoneStar.edu. Right. Edu. Very good. 
So, so if somebody, I've got you on video. I'm, I'm going to put that. We, you go all over the place. I mean, you, you propagate big time. You'll see, and that becomes a big deal for us because one of the things that that, that, that this chamber wants to make sure our members enjoy is that mo- that they're the best or the most known people in Houston. We put them everywhere to make sure people understand and know that their their cause or their mission, their business. And then, of course, we on the back end, we want to make sure that they're the most capable business owners. So. So that's why a lot of what you guys are doing, I mean, it's admirable in terms of just the size and the magnitude of being able to help so many people. So, so if, if I don't understand the financial part, Michael, I can, I can show up to one of your seminars and you guys will teach me just what I need to do because you're right. Uh, the application becomes a little bit um, intimidating itself. It, yeah, it is. Um, but, but we're there not, not only because we're providing workshops we want you to show up, it's one of our campaigns but if you walked into our building mm-hmm. um any anyone on staff will be there to to assist you and get you the information that you need okay okay and that's coming up well within the next i guess two or three weeks i forgot the date yeah it was june 19th uh through the 22nd i'm writing it down because that's very important and i should have written it down before so it's june 19th through the 22nd and that's at lone star college if you have any kind of question about finances how to fill out the application, uh, just other questions about what it might cost you to go through uh, some courses and some things. There will be people there that will talk to you about the whole process, basically uh, take you by the hand throughout the whole thing. That's very good. Okay. So I have another question for you then, Michael, because this is, this is one that, that some of our listeners have asked. And, you know, so we take what they say and we listen and we try to figure out, okay, what's a good question to ask you that can, that can answer that question? And here it is. You're Vice President of Student Success. And a lot of folks don't really understand, okay, what does that mean? You know, what, is, what does it mean? And, and kind of how does it work, that, the, the kind of things you do, Mike? So I take my title pretty, pretty serious. Yes, and so uh, in, in, the, the, my areas of responsibility mm-hmm. include advising, admissions, financial aid. Um, you, really, I, I, I consider it from when a student walk, walks in the door from the recruiting to the admissions component all the way through graduation because uh, mm-hmm. we um, are over uh, or organizing our, our graduation, which we had record number of attendees as, as well. Um, so, um, and then within those departments, I look at different um, opportunities to assist students. Uh, to uh, work with the advisors so they can identify the students early before they drop a class mm. or before they fail. Um, send encouraging what we call micro nudges to students that are doing well, whether it's a text or an email, a will um, through the financial aid process. Which students have filled out uh, the financial aid application, which we said is pretty intimidating, but have filled out a admissions application. Okay, so. Sure, sure. So contacting those and, and giving them the opportunity to, uh, and then also working really close with faculty um, and, and our vice president of instruction um, to make sure that we offer the courses that that students need so they can uh, graduate on time. Sure. Okay. So basically, it's the, it's the whole process of making sure that people stay focused and that they, they go through the steps because not only intimidation but also of course self doubt and procrastination and all these. Other, so you have to confront that make sure that you're not just sort of along because they can stop like most of us stop on different things and and and, and to be proactive before even mm-hmm. students stop to make sure that uh, we we provide different resources uh, for them to 
um, to prevent them from sure. uh, failing. Okay, I see. So, all right. So, right now, then, when is when is your next semester launching? Our ne- so it started yesterday. Our summer one started yesterday, uh, and those last six weeks, and then we have summer two that launches, and then towards the end of August we have our big our fall semester. That's when that's when I was referring to. I mean, I know that you have all these summer summer programs, uh, but I was thinking more along the lines of driving here today. There were no no school zones; they were all closed because the schools yes. were out. Right? Yes. But basically, you're still you're functioning right now fully. We're fully functioning. Uh, we have a lot of our students right now are um, are students coming from universities taking a summer class, or it may be students that are finishing up a couple of classes before they transfer to a university. Um, and then we have those eager students that want to get a head start. Those overachievers, right? Yes. Well, look, I mean, I guess that it can't be everybody, but there's a few of them out there for sure. So, so we're talking to Michael Chavez. Uh, with Lone Star College. He's Vice President of Student Success, kind of telling us a little bit more about his programs and the things they're doing. Remember that uh, there will be a financial aid seminar. Well, actually, it's not even a seminar. It's like, a con- well, it's like three or four days. We're, yeah, we're calling it a drop, drop-in days, financial aid days, where students uh, and parents can come in. It's, it's always important to bring your parent when you're working with, with financial aid, especially for the uh, uh, our traditional students, 18, um, year olds that just graduated because it requires uh, information from the parents. Sure, sure. And Michael, is this bilingual? Do you guys offer that? I mean, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, we and then we we just hired a new financial aid director, and that was one of the things that he was really focused on uh, is making sure that we provide different um, avenues for students to have access to that, and that includes. Uh, doing it uh, in English and doing it in Spanish. And, and, and to, that, to that point, Michael, what would you say, because I'm not positive what it is, I, I read different numbers, what is your demographic breakdown up here in Conroe, in Montgomery County, this whole area? What, what is the breakdown demographically in terms of ethnic background? So within our student population, uh, we have our, the, the largest population, our Anglo population, mm-hmm. uh, but closely... Um, reaching and I, I think in the future in the near future will surpass would be Hispanic population mm-hmm. um, and then we have our uh, African and Asian population um, and so in, in terms of female we have um, we have about 60 percent uh, females versus uh, our 40 percent males mm. uh, in college and that seems to be an issue nationwide where less males are going to college and now I think for the first time, females had surpassed the number of degrees awarded uh, in comparison to male students. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And then for us, I mean, culturally for us, that, that would be a normal thing. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you're 18 years old and at home in a, in a Hispanic household, it's hard to not go to work just because that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but anyway, we have a segment, a small segment here in this program called Ask a Chicanro. I like that term. The Chicano is the person who lives in Conroe but understands Hispanic culture. And that term was made up by a guy named Andy Glass. Well, at least that's where he, we heard it from. Andy and, and Becky Glass are members of our chamber. And, and they're very, very active in terms of donations. They've given us a, a float which with, you know, with which we participated in two parades. And, and so they're very, very helpful. And they're very committed to, to working with this, this, this whole demographic up here in Conroe. So we'll talk about that more in a little bit. And, then, and when we come back, we'll talk also just more about, about your position and about what got you there, how you got there, and things like that. Just a little bit more about Michael Chavez 
and, and see if we can't uh, unpack that package that is called you. So when we get back, we'll, we'll talk about that. And we'll be back in a few moments. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. And we're back. This is, this is Dr. Carlos Sanchez. This is the Woodland Note. This is the Hispanic Timber Connection radio program. I'm Dr. Carlos Sanchez. I am here with Dr. Michael Chavez. He is Vice President of Student Success with Lone Star College Montgomery. Lone Star College Montgomery is a magnificent higher education institution here in this area that if you're not taking advantage of it already because of its proximity and because you're able to afford it and things like that, today is the day. Just begin to get information. Go to their website. Find out what you need to do to enroll. See if there's something you can do about just furthering whatever you're doing. Um, We want to make sure that if you're not learning something now, that you learn something as soon as possible, because this is the way you stay competitive, no matter what you're doing. And uh, something I heard that was really cool, Michael, for sure, I mean, I really enjoy, because I'm a green belt, I, I never got the black belt, that's why I was asking about black belt, and Six Sigma, I do know that that can add thousands of dollars to your, to your resume. And, you know, it's just one of those things, that, because it's a science of resolving issues and problems in a company or, or an organization, people really understand the value of that. You know, so, so you have courses like that, Michael, that, that people didn't know. I, I didn't know it existed at Lone Star. I, I thought I was going to have to go to Dallas or something like that to, to maybe, I mean, or to Houston. I shouldn't have said Dallas, Houston. <laughs> but still, uh, or a different, or different uh, I guess, university or something, you know, or Motorola itself, which is where I've seen a lot of companies yeah. send their, their people. Anyway, um, do, you, do you have any other courses like that in mind, Michael, that, that come to you that, that, that say, okay, this is also unusual. People don't know about this. I know because um, I was looking at some of those courses and, and looking at taking uh, those, but I think leadership organization is another one mm-hmm. um, where you look at logistics. Logistics is another one. Um, it, co- coding, uh, Microsoft, there's quite a bit of classes in Microsoft. Uh, and I think the, the, the neat thing about it is that we can have corporate, we talk to corporations and they tell us what the need is mm. and then we develop a curriculum for them. Um, at the, it's cost effective for the uh, for, for the businesses and the organizations, and then we provide the instruction uh, for our, uh, our students. Sure. Well, and you guys also do a lot of things like like uh, job fairs and, and stuff like that. Uh, when you have job fairs, how do you publicize them? Do you publicize mainly to the student body? Is that how you get people to go to your job fairs, or, or do you go beyond that? We publicize job fairs to the community, um, especially in the woodlands when we have our, our job fairs, uh, especially if we're having, and they're specialized, so we have a health care. We know that we've had um, two huge uh, hospitals just built, and so the uh, nursing uh, shortage is, mm-hmm. is big and, 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 and alive, and they've come to us to see if we can assist 
not only through the education component, but in terms of recruiting mm. uh, nurses so they can um, so so they can staff the the hospital. Sure, so and that's just an example of what you guys can do, because I know there's another company that that I met with last week uh, who is opening. They're opening a big segment of their of their factory up in Conroe, and they're going to be looking for not only people. They have really specialized people that they make tissues. So so I don't know if that you know. Like tissue paper, mm-hmm. that's what they do. But that's a very specialized uh, trade or craft. Somebody that can do that. But they have a lot of technicians surrounding those people, and um, and they're looking for people like that. And looking just just guys and girls who can who can come in and, and do a job that's not that highly paid, you know, mm-hmm. ten fifteen dollars an hour. Recruiting from from a base like yours, that, that's such a tremendous amount of. I mean, how many students do you guys have up here in this area? So we, we have a total of 14, 000, over 14,000 students that we serve um, just in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at our other colleges, it's a total of about 100,000. And all of them are connected to people. They all belong to families. They all belong to other groups. So, so it's a tremendous network of people Yes, sir. that, that you guys can, can really, really leverage uh, just not only for, for their benefit, but also for the business benefit, for the business community as well. So, so to what degree do businesses get involved with you guys? I mean, is, you mentioned the hospitals. How else can a business get involved with you? Does it just give you guys a call and, and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a factory. I need 25 people. Can you help me out? So we have what we call the track center, um, and it's a transfer and career uh, center. And so contacting somebody at the track center, and then we outreach to uh, students that are about to graduate are in specific programs because we, we have different companies reach out to us when uh, they need a specific skill. Sure. Uh, and so then we end up contacting the students. Same thing when we do um, job fairs that we know that we're having the health industry. So uh, we let our graduate students and, and our students that are about to graduate uh, graduate that these companies are going to be here uh, uh, to increase the number of potential hires okay business good. organizations all right so so there's definitely an open door for people that that if they have questions or things like that i also know that you guys have a small business development center i don't know if that's the right name yes and that that's part of the uh, co- uh corporate college okay uh, where mm-hmm. they they do some outreach and so that's you know at the system level but even uh within uh each of the colleges there's a small uh staff that that also works within those individual uh, communities um so ours is through continuing ed um and so martha neely is is the director over i see so okay so let's say for example i want to learn to paint same thing lonestar.edu lonestar.edu um and so we'll have a, a, a course schedule um, so you'll you'll know that those courses are available, mm-hmm. uh, and it depends on you know whether you want credit for it or you're just doing it as a hobby. Okay. Uh, so those are called our um, you know uh, continuing education courses in comparison to our credit courses. I see, and and I can just do that. And the same thing, I want to be a nurse or I need nurses. Same thing, right? Same thing. And is that system wide, Michael? I mean, because we have also there's there's a Lone Star College. I'm not sure what the name of it is. Down near the Katy area. Yes, the, the Cyfair. Cyfair uh-huh. is our largest campus, and I think it, I think that was built in the '90s, and it, it was our fastest growing. They, and they are our largest. There are over twenty 
thousand students. I heard, and and a tremendous amount of that student body is Hispanic. The, uh, yes, they have a, a large Hispanic uh, student population. There are a lot of efforts in terms of serving that population. So okay, so this is the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We are the Woodlands, Conroe, the Katy, et cetera, et cetera. Certainly, you don't need to be Hispanic to join by any means, and it be, because we like it that that our members be diverse, especially when we want to learn from everyone. And we have a lot of successful businesses that are not Hispanic, but if they're interested in the Hispanic market, things like that. So we make provisions. We we do the best we can to bridge, you know, the gaps that exist, things like that. What kind of things do do you guys do, Michael, that, that are different or or maybe not special, but just maybe a little more sensitive to to a different culture that you think make a difference? What, what kind of things do you do? So we um, one of the things that we have going right now, because um, the shortage of of male students in higher education. Mm -hmm. And so if you look, if you dig deeper into the data, you'll see that our uh, African-American males Mm -hmm. um, are dropping out at a faster rate. So um, system-wide, we have an African-American male initiative Mm -hmm. called REACH. Um, And so that is specifically for our African-American students, making sure that we provide them the tools uh, that they need to be successful and also looking at it through a cultural lens as well. So what we do with, with our Hispanic student population, um, interesting enough, enough when we, you look at the Montgomery Hispanic population, our Hispanic students are succeeding at a, at a really high rate. Mm. Um, and so we, we, prov- we want to make sure that we keep them um, in college so they can continue their success. So we'll try to create different programs for students so, so they can stay on campus. Um, we had a, uh, uh, we have a, a cultural fest that, that, that people uh, bring in different types of foods from different mm-hmm. countries. Um, we have um, just various organizations to keep students involved on campus. So maybe you guys can be, be partners of ours for our Taco Palooza mm-hmm. coming up in, in August. I think we're doing it this year. Something to that effect where we're going to be featuring you know, uh, some of the cultural, uh, the foods of, of Latin America, yeah. not just Mexico, which is where tacos are from. So uh, so you do things that are culturally sensitive and you guys make sure that, you know, that, that those gaps are, are taken care of. Because I, I ask you, because we have members in our chamber who speak only Spanish. They, they, they're bilingual, but they speak more Spanish. Than, I mean, like 70%, you know, of their language is English. I'm sorry, Spanish. And the rest is, is English. So it's kind of a broken English. So I know that they're interested in learning. They want to grow and things like that. And as a chamber, we provide very rudimentary or basic or even specialized type of training, but it's more of a business style versus, mm-hmm. you know, for us, if you learn it or you don't learn it, it's up to you. Yeah. You know, and, and my job is really to provide the information and hope people get it, you know. So, so we do make provisions for that, but it's different when they go into a school environment, you know. Would the same thing apply? I mean, can someone go to the college right now speaking only Spanish and be taken care of? Yes, we have, of course, we have bilingual staff, um, but we also have, uh, and a large population comes in wanting to learn English. Sure. Uh, And these are highly qualified individuals with degrees from other countries that want to learn English. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we have an ESL uh, program to help them with that process where they don't get credit for the uh, for learning, but they just want to learn the language so they can go to work or sure. take a specific test or certification. So we have that through our continuing education. And then we have other programs 
where students uh, do get credit for it, uh, special or international students that come from Latin America that need to be enrolled in 12 credit hours. Sure. And so that's where our um, ESOL program comes So yeah, provisions for all this as well then. I mean, so it's very hard to find any kind of gap when it comes to education and working with Lone Star College. We're talking to Dr. Michael, Michael Chavez, Vice President of Student Success at Lone Star College Montgomery. If you have any questions about Lone Star or about going back to college or about taking a continuing education course, please visit lonestar.edu. That's their website. You can make some decisions when you get there, who you want to, what school you want to go to, what part of town, et cetera, et cetera. So when we come back, Michael, we'll talk a little bit more about you this time and a few more things about coming up at the chamber. So we'll be right back. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. And we're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Timber Connection radio program. For our members, if you're a member of this Chamber of Commerce, uh, welcome back to our program. We're here with Dr. Michael Chavez with uh, Lone Star College. He's the Vice President of Student Success. If you're not a member of this uh, of this organization, of this uh, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, you don't have to be Hispanic to join. You only have to be interested in the marketplace. You have to be interested in positive about making an impact or about addressing the market itself, the Spanish-speaking market or the Hispanic market. Most of our members uh, speak English. In fact, about 60% of all our members do not speak Spanish. They are, and probably are not Hispanic either. A very, very large percentage of people do not. And, and so that's an interesting expectation that people will ask me, well, you know, I go to your meetings and there's so many people there that are all not Hispanic. And I tell them, well, those are the people that are interested in selling to Hispanic people and then becoming a part of the Hispanic market. They're there because they want to be a part of this, not because we're some sort of club or something, you know, talking in a corner about, about people who don't like us or anything like that. That's not a, at all what this is. It's not an exclusive chamber of commerce by any means. You don't have any kind of ethnic requirement. Your only requirement is that you show up, obviously, that you pay your dues as well. Anyway, so we're here with Michael Chavez, and we're going to ask him a couple of other questions that I did have that I thought were kind of they're really interesting for sure about him. Uh, what struck me when I met you, Michael, uh, a year or so ago, obviously you're very young, you know, and, and you're doing something very important with the college itself, with so many students and with such a successful group of people. Um, what did it take for you to get to where you are? I mean, you're a product of the community college system itself. So tell us a little bit about that, please. So in, initially, I, I'm the first in my family to, to go to college. Um, and so I, I never thought this was an option. The majority of my family members, uh, the ones that were successful, mm -hmm. were in the military. And so th I thought that was my option. Um, and, and I couldn't do that for, for health reasons. And so when I found out that I couldn't, you know, uh, my only option was to go to a community college in uh, a small community college in New Mexico. And uh, that gave me the opportunity when someone 
asked me if if I needed help because uh, I was really going to turn around and go back because it was during the summer and there really mm. isn't a whole lot of people there. Mm. And so um, his name his name uh, was Mr. Garcia. He became my mentor, and um, he took me to the counseling office and made sure that I fill out the application, did what I needed to do, and fill out what I needed to do do to go to college. Um, but growing the way I grew up, I'm the oldest of six. And so grew up in a, in a tough situation. My mom had me when I was, uh, when she was 15 years old. And so my dad was in and out of prison um, and, and, and was hooked on um, some heavy drugs. And my mom had a sixth grade education. And so me being the oldest took a lot of that responsibility. So sure. I never thought the possibility of going to college was actually even gonna happen. Mm. Um, but what provided me that opportunity was the actual, was a community college where it, I, I didn't have an admissions requirement. I hadn't taken the ACT, the SAT. Um, someone just said, can I help you? This is what you need to do. Wow. And that yeah. launched me to get my associates, my bachelor's, my master's, my doctorate's uh, degree. You know, but that, that's more, even more unusual uh, in, in that no matter what circumstance you're from, if, if you have it in you if, 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 and if you're encouraged, that makes a big difference, you, you know, because you didn't know one way or the other when the guy told you, you know, you could do this. You said, well, okay, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. But now you've got an advanced degree, and you're pretty much set up. You know, and, and that really, I guess the moral of the story here is if you're a parent listening, your kids or even yourself, you can do this. You just have to make that decision. It, it, de- it doesn't matter what situation you're in. It's like what you're saying. If you make the decision to to go to college, you, you can do it. Mm-hmm. The, the tools, the resources are available. It's mm-hmm. just getting there. So is your mom like mine? My mom will still ask me things like, Carlos, I have a stomach ache. What should I drink? Like, mom, I'm not that kind of doctor. Come on. <laughs> she, yeah, she, she stopped asking me that. <laughs> uh, and then and I think my mom hasn't recognized it because she, she's in West Texas and she, mm-hmm. uh, as old as she is, she's, she has two jobs and she, one of them, she's a, a housemaid for, uh, for a hotel. Mm. And then she works at, uh, at McDonald's cleaning mm. the area. Um, but when I go see her, she's her pride. And th- th- I think this is where I got my work ethic is she always was working. Mm. And so when I, even when I go see her, her priority, interestingly enough, it's, I'm sure it's me, but she's, it, she won't take off work. Wow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She is she is totally dedicated. Sure. Sure. Well, after she makes sure you eat, then she'll go. Yes. Yes. You know, that becomes a big deal. So uh, so what do you tell students then who are thinking about quitting because of things like this, that they think their parents are in bad conditions uh, or that they come from, a, from a, a tough environment? How do you motivate people when you talk to them? So I, 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 I share my story with them. I let them know that if they want to change mm-hmm. their path, uh, if they want to change the future of their, of their kids, um, that they need to continue moving forward. That um, failure in anything doesn't mean uh, that you have to give up. It means that you need to get up mm. um, and you need to continue moving forward. So mm-hmm. uh, failure to me is temporary. It's, it's just a part of being successful. Mm. Um, you're not going to complete everything 100%. Sure. Because you always got to get back up and do uh, do something different. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I show them the resources and I'm showing that there's people uh, at the college that are willing to assist them mm-hmm. and, and go the extra mile so they can be successful Very because good. someone, so someone, you know, gave me a hand. And so I want to return the favor. Absolutely. You know, and something interesting to all that too is about two or three years ago, I did some presentations for loans. So this is before your time. And I did find that a lot of the Hispanic students that here in Conroe, very receptive, you know, the staff, very receptive, just, just a lending hand or a helping hand or, or just a, a helping voice. I think people need that encouragement. So, so it's great that you're doing this. You know, you're not just sitting in your office saying, you know, this will happen without, with or without me. You're saying this will happen with me and then involved. You know, that makes a big difference, Michael. So tell me about this. What about businesses? We, we, have, we have 300 businesses that are affiliated to our Chamber of Commerce. All right, 250. It'll be 300 by the end of the year. How do they get involved with you guys? Is there something they can do or that they do that they get involved? Um, if, if they, depending on, on how they, they want to get involved, um, we, we have several opportunities. We, we have businesses and organizations that um, want to, are, are, are very generous and, and want to continue their legacy. And so they, they do provide scholarship opportunities for mm-hmm. students. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes the, the caveat with that is that uh, they do community service. So not only are they helping students, but they're also um, assisting the community in terms of uh, volunteer work. So, so that, that, that's one way. If, if you're looking for a business organization, looking for acquiring specific skills, then they can work through our corporate college mm-hmm. to make sure that they, those are uh, acquired and we develop a, a curriculum uh, right. for those students. If they want specialized training, um, we have that too. Uh, if, if they want to get involved in tutoring, mm-hmm. they want to give back. We also have those opportunities for it. It's endless. If you if you can imagine how you can assist or get involved with the college, um, they'll say yes. They'll say yes. We, <laughs> you know, we're constantly looking for um, a diverse faculty population. Mm-hmm. So if you have a degree in engineering and math, um, come see me, and I'll make sure that you get to the right people. Very good. Um, so so you can teach. Very good. And thanks for being on the show, Michael. Thanks for having me. You, you heard uh, from Dr. Michael Chavez, Student Success Vice President at Lone Star College Montgomery. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez. This is the Hispanic Chamber Connection Program. Have a great week, and we'll be back to see you again next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Sayonara. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 647 3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.